Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're going to see today, Colin, that forgiveness is part of praying with faith. If we want our prayers answered, we have to be forgiving people. We are, of course, basing our programmes this week on those verses in Mark chapter 11. And we've we've looked through these verses about speaking, cursing the fig tree, you know, cursing the need, speaking to the man, commanding it to be moved, believing in our hearts. And we've talked quite extensively about what it really means to believe that we've received it. But then Jesus, at the end of this little section, says, and. <laughs> However. <laughs> yes, there's an and. And when you stand praying, whenever, some scriptures, some translations say, whenever you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive him, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. You remember that when Jesus gave what we usually call the Lord's Prayer, which we read in the Sermon on the Mount, he, he told us to pray, forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors, or forgive us our trespasses, we forgive those who trespass against us. Uh, and then at the end of the prayer, of all the things that he told us to pray for in that prayer, he then immediately teaches about this forgiveness. And he says, For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Now this obviously was a very big thing with Jesus. And he couples it uh, with prayer uh, on uh, these and other occasions. So he's virtually saying to us, It's, not, it's hardly worth your breath to pray. <laughs> Uh, if you're in a state of unforgiveness towards anyone. Because, you see, if you don't forgive your brother, God won't forgive you. And if God doesn't forgive you, it's very difficult to receive anything from God because we have to come through his mercy, through his forgiveness, and through his grace as, uh, for whatever we have faith to receive from him. So it's very, very important to Jesus and therefore to us that when we're praying and laying hold of the inheritance that we've been talking about all week, when we lay hold of our inheritance in Christ, we really do, in our, from our hearts, forgive any who have wronged us. Um, that we're not holding on to any grudges. We are not uh, allowing any chip on our shoulders. We're not full of bitterness and anger and resentment towards anybody because of what they've done or the circumstances in which they've placed us. But our focus really is on the Lord, and as he is always willing to be so merciful to us, we are willing to be merciful to others. So it really is true that how we live, the attitudes we have, our behavior towards other people, affects our prayer life, our spiritual life. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know that if you're in a wrong relationship with someone, um, that obviously affects your relationship with everybody else. Uh, you can try to conceal that wrong relationship, wrong attitude, whatever, but it actually affects you. It affects the way you think. It affects your confidence. It affects 
the way in which you relate to other people. So um, all these things have a knock-on effect in our lives. Very, very important, therefore. And this is what Jesus is saying, that whenever you pray, uh, you are in this attitude of mercy and forgiveness towards others. Because, you see, it's that that enables you or helps you to be able to receive the answer that you want for your own need. If you give mercy, you know, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. And you remember that when people came to Jesus, they often said, Lord, have mercy upon us. Whether it was healing or whatever it was they needed, um, they recognized that everything that Jesus had to give was a work of his mercy, that we don't deserve anything. We can never come to God and say, you ought to do so-and-so and so-and-so for me. Um, because we'd never deserve anything from the Lord. Now, come on, Colin, what would you say to that person who says, but I just cannot forgive X, Y, Z for what they've done to me? And they might be quite justified in saying that. Well, I don't think they are. I'm not saying it's always easy to forgive, but probably the mistake they're making is that they don't feel forgiveness for the other person. Now, if you wait until you feel forgiveness, there are a lot of situations in which you won't forgive. But you see, forgiveness is a decision. It's not a feeling, it's not an emotion, it's a decision. You have to make a decision to forgive, no matter what the person's done, no matter how you feel, no matter what your reaction, I make the decision to forgive. Now, when you make the decision to forgive, then your feelings will begin to change. It doesn't happen the other way around where you get a change of feelings so then you can forgive. But sometimes in the face of all your negative feelings, in the face of what may be horrendous circumstances, you say, nevertheless, I forgive you. Because that's what God does to us. We must hurt him and grieve him endlessly in so many ways but always his forgiveness is there. It's new. His mercy is new every morning. Is it necessary? Does God require us, as we're basing these programs on this verse, does God require us to actually go to the person concerned and ask forgiveness? Or is it just enough to say to God, I forgive that person? All depends on the circumstances. Um, sometimes we need to be reconciled with the person. But if that is the case, then when you go to that person, it's not their sins that you need to confess, but your own, your own negative reaction and attitude. Uh, but the scripture is clear that, you know, we are to go to our brother if there's a breakdown of relationship and, and we believe the brother has acted wrongly. We are to go and to seek to put that right. But um, this isn't true of every situation where um, forgiveness is needed. What, one thing we have to be aware of is the motive in going to another person. Uh, if it's a selfish motive, it's better not to go. What, to make them feel bad? Well, not just that, but you feel that you need to get it off their chest. Now, you, you want to get it off your chest. Well, it's better to get it off your chest to God because, you see, what is your statement to the other person going to cause, what reaction is it going to cause in the other person? And you could actually end up by causing a lot more hurt 
than, than is already there in the situation. So it's very difficult to see these issues in black and white, you know, uh, because it does all depend upon the circumstances. But if you feel that the Holy Spirit is saying that you need to go and put things right, then go and put things right. Don't go and judge the other person. Don't go and accuse the other person. But go and seek to put things right. So wisdom, great wisdom needed there. Yes, but then the Holy Spirit gives us, uh, gives us that wisdom. He is the spirit of wisdom. So you're saying that forgiveness is a decision. It's an act of the will. It's not an emotion. We have to say, I'm going to forgive that person. Sometimes you say it through gritted teeth. Sometimes you have to say it right in the face of all your negative feelings and emotions. Yes, absolutely. And, and that, that's very, very important for people to understand. I mean, if somebody has gone through a horrendous experience, like rape, for example... Um, you can hardly expect a woman to feel great <laughs> towards the man who's raped her. But she's going to carry a lot of baggage, a lot of hurt, a lot of wounds, scars in her life if she doesn't forgive the man who raped her. So she needs to come to the decision. Because, you see, when you have forgiven somebody, that's the beginning of the process of healing from the damage that that person has caused in your life. If you don't forgive, then that damage continues and gets worse and worse. It does seem, I'm sure some people will be wanting an answer to this one, Colin, it does seem quite unreasonable of God to expect somebody to forgive an abusive situation as you've just described if they want their prayers answered. No, what God is, all the time, you see, God is concerned about our welfare. He knows that if a person does not forgive, that person is going to be in bondage until he does forgive. So uh, it's very, very important that the woman who's raped forgives so that she doesn't have to suffer the scars of that event endlessly in her life so the benefits... and feel more and more bitter so that then she feels she can't have any good relationships with men, especially physically, afterwards. Now, that happens to some women. They feel, I can never trust a man again. I can never want relationship. I don't want to be touched by a man again. You see, because uh, it's not just the rape, but it's what they've allowed that rape to do with them as a person. Now, because God is so concerned to love us as whole people, he says, well, forgive, then that event may have been horrendous, but it won't get a grip of your life and mar your life for the rest of your life. So forgiveness is, in fact, a very, very positive thing to do. It's a very healing thing to do, absolutely. And it's a very necessary thing. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 